Finding the optimal trade-off between tillage and yield is becoming increasingly more difficult for farmers to achieve. How can precision tillage technologies play a role? That's today on Field Posts. is a DTN Progressive Farmer podcast that dives deeper into the most important trends in agriculture to explore the business's cutting edge. I'm your host, Sarah Mock. Non-conventional tillage remains one of the most common ways that farmers are looking to employ more sustainable practices on the farm, but strip-till or no-till options aren't always the right fit for every field, or even the right fit for different areas of the same field. Equipment and technology manufacturers are betting that the prescription tillage technologies can help farmers tailor the right practice to the right soil to maximize yields. Progressive Farmers Matt Wildey joins us today to discuss the current options in the precision tillage space, what the drawbacks might be, and what factors there are to consider in terms of return on investment for farmers. That discussion and so much more right after this word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by MyDTN. In today's environment, it's essential, more than ever, to get the most current and accurate information to help save your valuable resources and continue to be profitable. Get access to all the information you need to deal with this change from DTN. As the leading independent, trusted source of actionable insights and market information, MyDTN gives you accurate weather forecasts, the most extensive database of grain bids, and the most timely news and analysis from our award-winning news team. These features and more are available 24-7 via desktop, laptop, and any mobile device to be with you on the go. Learn more at mydtn.com and start a free 14-day trial. Now, back to the show. We've heard a lot about all different kinds of precision agriculture, but today precision tillage is in the spotlight. We're joined today by Progressive Farmer Crops Editor Matt Wildy to tell us more. Matt, I guess my first question for, for kind of positioning this whole conversation, give us kind of an overview about what exactly is uh, prescription tillage. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, prescription tillage is more or less, I consider it like designer tillage. It's, uh, it, it's allowing a producer to get the best of both worlds when it comes to preparing their seedbed. Sometimes tillage is a necessity where they have they may have issues with with compaction or ruts or herbicide resistant weeds and so forth that they need to and they need to take care of or residue management they that they need to take care of. But also there is times when you know no-till is the best the best for their their operation and land uh, or conservation tillage is the best choice for their operation as well because of maybe they have highly erodible land or they have uh, rock issues they're concerned about erosion issues and so forth prescription prescriptive tillage really allows can can allow a, a producer to get the best of, like I said a little bit before, get the best of both of those worlds where maybe in some parts of the field, you need to 
you need to rip a part of a field to get uh, to alleviate some compaction and shatter some compaction or and you manage that heavier residue but in other parts you don't have that problem maybe on a side hill or on top of a knoll where uh, really tillage is shouldn't shouldn't occur because of erosion concerns or the soil is just very light so you can write a prescription for that field based on agronomic and environmental conditions so the implement will automatically adjusts as it goes through the field maybe coming totally out of the ground and maybe full bore with down pressure or depth or the gang angle of the discs and so forth so again it's automatically adjusting to suit the environmental and agronomic conditions within a field I want to get into a little bit of the mechanics uh, in a few minutes, but start by telling me, you know, how did this topic or this issue get on your radar in the first place? I, I noticed through certain emails, again, journalists are uh, bombarded, and thank goodness we are a lot most of the time, by companies and manufacturers about their products. And I would happen to see this prescriptive tillage products and, and or tillage, new tillage tools coming out with these options available. Case IH is now in the, it has a prescript, prescriptive tillage in their arsenal, along with a lot of with their tillage line, line of tillage tools and technology within their tractors. John Deere does, Agco, Landau, Great Plains, they all offer some form of, of this, whether it's, if it's not full prescriptive tillage, it is tillage uh, tillage adjustments on the go. Maybe the farmer has to manually adjust, but they have presets already set and so forth. So A, yeah, you get, you get, you just get notifications that of new t- equipment and technology. I've heard farmers at different at different events when we actually could have live events talking about tillage and what they do, and often heard about how they were manually doing it on their own as far as lifting or putting more down pressure or whatever on their tillage, whatever the case may be on their tillage tool. <clears throat> And so I thought this is a topic that uh, certainly needed to be explored more. That, that there was cert- that there was interest among the growers around the country. And as we look kind of at the you know broad trends, I was looking at some ERS data or not ERS, um, some NAS data coming out of the most recent census of ag and, and non-conventional tillage is is way up all of the various conservation tillages or no-till, all those practices are, you know, one of the more popular ways that farmers are are exploring kind of some of the sustainability or, or regenerative ag practices. How does precision tillage fit into that whole conversation? As far as regenerative ag and, and conservation ag, I think it certainly can f- fit in because you can set, because it's designed prescriptive tillage, is designed to for a farmer to be able to set their tillage implement up for the exact need in an exact location. It's the in fertilization when you get the right rate and the right place and the right time and all and, and so forth with the, with the R's. This is very similar to that. It's it has not only the agronomic of in mind because obviously farmers need to and want to make make money that's everybody that's just that's part of good business but also they are farmer i never 
all farmers are worried about their our land, want to take care of their land, want to make do the best they can to preserve the soil for the next generation and for generations to come. So this, so prescriptive tillage allows or provides that opportunity to, to certainly do both in an economical and in an efficient in an efficient way, definitely. Talk to me a little bit about the farmers who you spoke with for this article who who are utilizing or at least exploring some of these practices. What kind of results are they seeing? Oh, absolutely. The main source that I had that I talked to was his name was Doug Radcliffe. He was a, he's a farmer from Circleville, Ohio, uh, a row crop farmer, and Doug is a. Uh, uh, he is very technology technologically savvy he likes to explore the latest and greatest technology that is available not that he might implement it immediately on his farm because there certainly is a cost when it comes to implementing technology and so forth but at least explore that and he's very research minded where he works in this case, he's working with Ohio State. He works with Ohio State University and has worked with Ohio State different research uh, studies for years, whether it's variable rate technology, fertilization, seed planting or, or planting depth, planting rates, you name it. He's done a lot of work with the university and not only to help not obviously to help himself to become a, a better farmer and, and learn, but to help others as well. And Ohio State was was working, has been working on prescriptive tillage research for a number of years. And this is a, still a very pretty new concept. The companies have only been out and doing this for around five years, about the length of what Ohio State's been working on working in this field. But so Ohio State in 2018 partnered with Case IH because they wanted to, they were trying to perfect their their advanced farming systems, their AFS soil command, which stands for advanced farming system, prescriptive tillage technology. At, at that time, they were working to perfect it. So they came to Doug's farm and he let them use that. They were trying to find that they're working on trying to perfect it in some very highly variable fields. And Doug just happened to have a highly variable 60 acre field that he had had compaction issues, but it all, but it also had rock, some deep rocks or a lot of rocks in the field and some highly erodible areas in the field. So he really didn't want to do any deep, he never did deep tillage or any really heavy tillage in the field for fear of erosion and bringing up the rocks. So he always had some yield penalties within the field. They did the, they made a prescription based on his field agronomic conditions within the field. They plugged that in and they mimic, they didn't have the, so it didn't automatically adjust, but the, but the implement driver, the researcher from Ohio State mimicked what the prescription would have said and was hitting the button, basically the buttons to lift and and deepen the the shanks and the coulters and adjust the gang angles in different areas of the field and he saw Doug said he his his uh, quote was I wish I had this prescriptive prescription tillage 30 years ago it's exciting I saw a yield increase that was enough to say wow this is good he went on to say we need to make money but I intend to take care of the land and we owned and rent 
prescription tillage is another important tool in the toolbox to do that. So he saw in 2019, because of that, he didn't see any rocks come up. He did because it shallowed up where it needed to do. He didn't see any erosion issues because the tillage tool shallowed up where it needed to or totally came out of the ground. And in areas where it had ruts or compacted issue, compaction issues and so forth, that it was a little more aggressive in those areas. And he saw a nine bushel per acre yield increase from his previous soybean yield in that field in 2019 and 2020 he estimated the corn yield was probably about 15 bushels higher because of that yeah he definitely was impressed with that he and and he told me he intends to adopt prescription tillage on his farm now we're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor matt we'll be right back to you this episode of field post is brought to you by dtn ag marketplace Marketing is a year-round business, but it's not your only job. As you focus on field work, monitor your opportunities and easily make an offer with help from the free DTN Ag Marketplace app. DTN Ag Marketplace facilitates end-to-end grain sales on your schedule. From your mobile device, you can easily connect to local agribusiness to view current cash bids and futures to sell your grain. Need more accountability in your marketing program? The app lets you set goals and monitor progress and enter and track inventory. Start to confidently market your crops with DTN Ag Marketplace. Download it today for free in the Apple Store. Now, back to the show. And we're back. Thanks again for joining us, Matt Wildey, Progressive Farmers Crops Editor. Matt, I'm curious. I mean, I think uh, trying to imagine what farmers uh, I know would, would say when thinking about this, you know, those are some impressive benefits, but... What what kind of cost is there associated with, you know, acquiring the, the technology that you need to maybe create the prescriptions and implement them going forward is, you know, is it is this a worthwhile investment? I as, as far as the cost, the story we didn't get in, there wasn't uh, at that time, the companies weren't releasing, at least with Case IH, it was so new yet, they weren't releasing the cost with associated with that, with the program and with the technology. Obviously, you need the equipment to be able to you know, do this that are that's compatible in there. And in Case IH's uh, term, they, they have the Ecolo Tiger tillage implements. Uh, that are compatible. They said about a quarter of the, their tillage implements are now compatible with AFS soil command and prescription tillage technology and and so forth. Now, and that's the thing, John Deere's had it for several years. It's uh, the true their true set technology. They wouldn't tell me the, the cost of it. You just said it was a low cost option. So no, this story did not get into just not that wasn't available the uh, costs associated just with the the technology alone um related to that you know i think i'm I'm curious whether in your conversations with the farmer did were there any you know drawbacks to this to using this kind of prescription was there any kind of issues where you know maybe across the whole field yield went up but there were some trouble areas or some areas where maybe the prescription wasn't quite exactly what was needed any drawbacks there i think in anything nothing is perfect. They didn't, now Doug did not mention that any specific drawbacks and he was very happy with the performance and what he saw for the, through the research and, and the work done on, on his farm. 
Ohio State, when I did the, when I was working on the on one on the story, they gave several bullet points that that farmers maybe need to keep in mind with because every farmer wants a return the return on their investment, and it's no different with prescription tillage. So, uh, a few of these highlights would be prescription tillage is the ability to achieve tillage objectives fields with high variability. Recommendation for soil compaction for increased yield, management of high residue environments for increased yield, avoidance of uh, subsurface obstacles like rock outcropping, shallow tile drainage, shallow utilities, old foundations, etc. Preservation of conservation structures and practices like grass waterways, field drains, filter strips, saturated buffers, and erosion management on moderate steep slope. So all these things are benefit to prescription tillage. Farmers, again, they and uh, industry officials, they just talked about how it makes a farmer can make operations more efficient, hopefully profitable, and, and more environmentally sound. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned in the story as well that, um, you know, some in some cases, this is a technology that farmers would be able to use themselves setting up the prescriptions, I should say. Um, and in other cases, it's something that, that maybe their agronomist or other trusted advisor would work on. Um, yeah, I'm curious, talking to Doug or, or talking to anyone else in relation to the story, is this is this the kind of technology or practice that a farmer would really need some outside support when they're first trying to utilize it? Or is it something you could kind of you know, experiment with on your own as a farmer? For the most part, farmers will be able to implement this technology on their own because for, if we, for years, there has been already prescriptive technology through variable rate seeding, variable rate fertilizer, and so forth. And this technology, the prescriptive tillage technology works on the same, as on the same level. So a lot of farmers I don't know, who are already versed with using prescriptive prescriptions within their farming operation will be able to do this follow up maybe they will follow a tutorial online or a youtube video and then start implementing their or and write their own prescriptions and and send it to the send it to the tractor just again pretty just similar like they would already do their their other prescriptive tillage operations so yes on the for the most part there is but not everybody is on the same page when it comes to technology as well so you, they're a trust their agronomist or will be able to should certainly be able to help them or especially their implement dealer who, who are the implement dealers who are selling this technology through case ih or uh, john deere or uh, any agco whatever the case may be they should we would all be able to have representatives to help a farmer get going and so forth. But overall, what I was told is that this is something that a farmer within a short order will be able to accomplish and and on, on his own on or her own. I'm curious too, you know, as we look ahead to 2021 being a little bit more of a positive, starting out a little bit more positively than maybe 2020 did. Um, are you expecting this to be maybe a year that a lot of farmers experiment with technologies like this? Do you expect to see more uptake this season than than maybe in the last couple of years? 
I certainly do expect uh, more farmers to to start adopting more technology, become more efficient and and, and profitable. I, I think it's just uh, this is a trend that will just continue to grow. Typically, farmer, you don't move backwards. You always you're always moving forward, and everybody wants to be as efficient as possible, and as and hopefully as profitable as, as possible. So yes, as there will be a, with anything in, in, in agriculture and life, there's a, a cost associated with it. But with the, with the commodity prices have now, thankfully for farmers, shifted back into the profitable levels and highly profitable in, in some areas. Corn, corn, soybean prices, milo, wheat, you name it, it's cotton now. Farmers with some good marketing they're going to make they're going to be able to make some money and thank goodness for that because they've had several years what five, five seven eight so years where Marthart margins were awfully thin to non-existent as, as commodity prices were very low so they will look to hopefully use some of this their profits this coming year as long as prices stay where they are or improve to use some of that those profits to reinvest in their operations where they haven't maybe been able to in the in the past, and I, technology will certainly be part part of that. I believe so. This prescriptive tillage is certainly a growing trend that will continue to see added adopt added adoption for sure. Well, since I have you, I, I have to ask you know as we're kind of here at the beginning, sort of at the beginning of twenty twenty one still, um, you know, even outside of the prescription tillage space as you look across the industry to other pieces of equipment, other technology, other, you know, um, potential trends for the 2021 year, what are you keeping an eye on? Certainly the herbicide resistance issue is, has been and will continue to be a, is a struggle for, for a lot of farmers controlling controlling weeds with dicam- with more traits that are out there with between the, with the dicamba and extend flex and enlist uh, three and liberty link and you name it there's uh, more traits and also more rules as far as herbicide applications goes along uh, with with that so that will be a continued uh, cover more a source of continued coverage for DT and progressive farmer farmers are looking to again reinvest to be looking to reinvest their profits so i think grain facilities and upgrading grain facilities will be <clears throat> a, a something to watch so after the duration went through August last August, we there was lots of commercial and on-farm grain uh, storage that was lost, and farmers are looking and elevators are working hard to replace that. So we will be looking at doing some more coverage and of the aftermath, especially on DTN, the aftermath of the duration, how farmers are are hand just topics of concern for farmers, whether it's grain storage, preparing land that was, or fields that were flattened by the 100 100 plus mile an hour winds that would have to be dissed under, so residue management, disease, weeds, that sort of thing. There's a whole bunch of different aspects that go along with preparing for them. You can read the full story on precision tillage and follow all of Matt's technology reporting in the monthly DTN Progressive Farmer magazine, and online at dtnpf.com.
gmail.com. This episode of Field Post was brought to you by the team at DTN Progressive Farmer, with special thanks to Matt Wildey. This episode was produced and edited by me, Sarah Mock, with support by Kylie Swanson and Greg Hillier. And a big thanks to all of you for listening. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until then, remember, the future of farming is here. This episode of Field Post is brought to you by DTN Ag Weather Station. Are you looking to get more accurate, hyper-local weather information? By gathering weather and agronomic data directly from your own fields, DTN Ag Weather Station supports you when making targeted decisions around expensive or high-risk activities like chemical applications and irrigation. DTN's Ag Weather Station can be purchased for as low as $9 a month depending on your current customer status with DTN. If you're looking to increase your weather accuracy while saving time, please visit DTN.com.